Welcome to the podcast. I'm Rosa Coelho, your host, lifestyle entrepreneur, health coach, and speaker. I've gone from being in complete overwhelm, burning the candle at both ends, and watching my health, relationships, and business suffer, to creating a life with more joy, ease, and abundance. If you're ready to let go of the overwhelm, reclaim your health, and push past your comfort zone so that you can unleash your next level of success to create a greater impact, then sit back as we delve into conversations as well as bring on guests to share with you tools, knowledge, and real action steps to get you there. Listen in because you never know when you may hear something that changes everything. Hello, beautiful friends. Hello from sunny, hot Portugal. The audio on this is not going to be amazing, but I hope that it's good enough that you can hear clearly what I'm saying. I did not bring my microphone with me and the headphones that I did bring and I thought would work are not working, but I digress. We're going to go for it anyways. Be ready for the background because I'm in a tiny village in north central, not north, in central Portugal and you will likely hear church bells, you will likely hear roosters, maybe the flies that are whizzing around my head right now. (laughs) You're going to hear various things in the background, but we are going to keep going. So today I want to talk about seven lessons that I've really gotten from my time here. And I want to share them with you because I do believe that these are things that can help all of us um, throughout the year. So the first one is for me personally, within this Portuguese culture, there's always this idea that the month of August is really time off and vacation time. Now, it doesn't work for everyone in August, but most people do take that month. But more than the specific month, what I love is this idea of having a time in the year where you literally shut off of everything, everything other than obviously the necessities. But for me, I know that when I come here, Yes, I'm still recording a podcast, but I have literally shut down most of my business. I um, am not busy being busy. If I feel like being creative and creating a video, I will do it. But nothing is like set to a schedule. And even when it comes to my food, I'm much more relaxed. I've been eating bread and sweets and coffees with even sugar in it, things that I would never do really throughout the year or back home. But I find that giving yourself this one month of mentally just off of everything, it just feels so good. And I know from past experiences that as soon as the end of the month starts to arrive, I start to feel antsy and craving that need for that routine and that wanting to get back to my super healthy habits and and getting back to work. And that's such a good feeling to have that, to have that come back. And I do believe that's what rest does for us. And so for me, I really value it. And I know that it can feel very anxious for some people in terms of say, if you're just relaxing on, maybe you're not going to be counting and tracking macros for the month. You're just going to relax. Sometimes that can feel a little bit nerve wracking um, in terms of results or in terms of business, like what's going to happen. But here's the thing. It all comes back so quickly after we come back re-energized and it's so well worth it. So that's the first thing is really having this period in the year where you shut off for everything for a good amount of time. Um, Another thing, number two, I would say is 
The simplicity of the foods here, that's one thing that I really, truly appreciate. I feel like often back in North America, I'm always trying to think of like, what ingredients can I add to this? And what can I, how can I make this salad more exciting? Can I add avocado? And how many veggies can I stuff into one more thing, into one salad for as an example? But here, and even like spices, what can I do to add more spice to this and more flavor to that? Here, it's really simple. The other day, for example, I was out with a friend and the salad that was served to us was simply fresh lettuce with thinly sliced onion on it and the dressing was olive oil and a little bit of um, salt and pepper on it. It was just so simple and I remember thinking, wow, if someone came to my house in Canada, I don't know that I would serve that. I would feel like they're going to think like, where is everything else? <laughs> and yet here, that is the majority of the food. Um, one meal I can think of is that we had that exact salad. Then we had some steamed beans, green beans from the garden. And we had a couple of sardines. We really love our sardines over here. And some simple bread and a glass of, like a, a glass of wine. And when I say glass of wine, I mean like a little glass, like probably half the size of what we have back home. And most people do have a little glass of wine with their meals. And it's just like the whole meal was just absolutely so simple. It was put together so quickly and it was delicious. So I love it. I love the simplicity of the meals here. The other thing is number three is daily movement at all ages. Everyone really doesn't stop like no one really just sits around and watches tv in the middle of the day maybe in the evening they will as they're winding down but generally people are always out moving walking somewhere going to their gardens um actually purposefully going for a walk with a friend like daily movement is very very important and I do love that it is at all ages from you know from little ones to people in their 80s and 90s they understand the value of moving your body every day and it's moving your body despite the aches and pains despite the not feeling perfect and not always feeling like you want to move it move your body and they always say gotta keep moving got to keep moving. Yep, this hurts, but got to keep going. And it's like this incredible attitude. And I just absolutely love that. And so it's really inspiring when you see someone that's much older, maybe has some aches and pains, and they're still like, they're, they're going for it. They're like getting up out of bed and doing the things that they need to do. And there's no, um, no one is like, um, coddling them, telling them, no, don't do so much or don't stop. Like they just, or living their lives. And so that's been so beautiful to see. The other thing now that I'm talking about daily movement is an afternoon nap. We call it a siesta. In Spain, they call it a siesta. And it's the best because no one even, I find sometimes we feel such guilt over taking naps in, in Canada. Like, oh, I shouldn't be napping or, oh, we're embarrassed because we took a nap. Or, I don't know what it is. It's like some sort of a failure that we took a nap, that we needed the nap because we didn't sleep well. No, here it's like, oh, yeah, no, I, I have my sesta every day between this time and this time. Like most people do unless they're working or, or something prevents them from doing it, but is very culturally accepted and um, 
expected in many ways. Like you, you often think if you're going to go see someone like, oh, okay, oh, they're probably sleeping. So I won't go between this hour and this hour. And I absolutely love that. And I totally embraced it as well while I'm here. And it feels so great. But the best part is doing it guilt free, like, oh, everyone's doing this. So yeah, I'm going to do it too. It's awesome. Um, number five, I would say is connection with others. Like the, the need to laugh with people, connecting, laughing over really silly things. I think that's what I love the best is the laughing easily. I find that happens so much more here and it could be I don't know. I can't think of an example now, but we'll just, whenever you're speaking to someone, there's like the silliest thing will happen and you're, you're laughing over it. And sometimes I think, oh, I don't even know if that's funny, but it's just like, you just feel like everything is funny. So laughing easily. And even despite, you know, problems at home, it's not like this is the perfect place. People have their big things that they're dealing with and smaller things that they're, they're dealing with and stresses in life too. None of that goes away. But in the moment, there's this, um, when people connect with each other, this easy laughter. And so the value of also connecting with people and stopping to have a coffee with someone, stopping to have a little drink with someone, um, share a little chat. Like I could be going from here to the little chapel. And if I see someone else stop and everyone says, good afternoon, you would never go past someone without saying good afternoon or good morning. And so those little moments of connection um, are so important. And those really bring a lot of joy to your life. The other one is, I would say physical touch. Our bubbles are very small here. <laughs> Everyone kisses on both cheeks, hugs. Um, the other day was, for example, I loved this. We were sitting in a cafe and the son of the owner walked in and he was probably about 10 years old and he said hello to his mom first and then he gave all the ladies two kisses on the cheeks and went around and shook all the men's hands um, before he got himself a drink. And that physical touch with people you see all the time. People are always touching. And I mean, I can't even imagine what it was like during COVID. <laughs> it must have been really challenging because it is such a physically, physical touch, um, high touch culture. But I love that. And you know, when we know about our microbiome, and we know that humans actually help each other diversify our microbiome, and therefore impact our gut health, it's powerful and it's so healing and I wonder what the effects of not having that physical touch daily are doing to us but anyways that's something that I really appreciate and I really enjoy it's not awkward to kiss someone that you've just met I mean two cheeks one side then the other <laughs> but there is like that that face-to-face -to -face touching and then finally I'd say number seven I find that people are very philosophical here I find that often, for example, yesterday I was sitting with a friend and we were, went out for dinner and she said to me, Rosa, these are the moments, like these are the important moments in our lives. It's these simple things that we will remember for years to come. And it's true, her and I have many of those memories together. We've been friends since, since I was a teenager. But I love that they will take a moment and talk about the philosophical um philosophical things and, and bring us to that present moment and acknowledge those little moments. And I think that's really powerful and can sometimes feel, I don't know, I guess if I was back home and I stopped, I might feel awkward saying that to someone who would be like, oh, well, of course, like this is obvious. But I love the idea of 
pointing out the obvious in the moment. And we both kind of just reflected that on that for a moment and had our, our time together. And I think that that really deepens connection and friendship and so, and therefore health. And it's super powerful. So I would say those are like my seven biggest lessons of being in Europe. And that is number one, shutting off, having a time in the year where you shut off. Number two is the simplicity of foods and not overcomplicating things using very high quality ingredients, but simple. Number three is the daily movement at whatever age and despite how you're feeling on the day. Number four is taking the time to have that afternoon nap with no excuses. Number five is is connecting and laughing easily over things. Number six was that physical touch daily with people. And then finally, number seven was taking that moment to be philosophical and being present and acknowledging the moment that you're in. So anyways, wherever you are, I hope you're having a beautiful summer. Uh, This is my last podcast episode before I take the month of August off, which is what I was talking about. I always take the month of August off of everything. I will be back with more episodes in September and also excited to bring to you the Simply Strong six-week program will be relaunching mid to late September. And then also there will be a second Simply Strong um, program as well for those that are ready to move on to the second phase. But I'm excited to bring all of those to you um, in September and to finish out like that last quarter of the year super strong. I really believe in using summer and early fall to go into the winter as strong as we can. I know we often talk about summer bodies are made in the winter, but I really truly believe that winter bodies are made in the summer. So we want to go into winter really strong. All right, my friends, have a beautiful, beautiful month of August and enjoy your time wherever you are. Thank you so much for listening in today. I know time is precious and I'm grateful you shared yours with me. It would mean the world to me if you felt an impact, a moment of inspiration, or learned something new. If you would share it with those you care about and leave me a review on iTunes. I'd love to know what spoke to you or what you'd like to hear more of. Your sharing and leaving a review would help so much on this journey to making an impact on as many people as possible. It's worth it. I know from experience, there are moments when something we hear has the possibility of changing everything.